Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to Whiteboard Sessions. Uh, it is morning where I am. I'm in Peru currently. I'm in a hotel in a beautiful area called Paracas. And uh, of course, I'm traveling on my own currently. And there was a woman this morning at the hotel who was also traveling alone. So she asked if she could join me for breakfast. And you know, if you know me, you know that I believe the universe works in mysterious ways. So I was more than happy to uh, to have the company. So um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her story, but I'm going to use a different name. I'm going to call her Anna uh, because I'm going to be using some uh, some identifiers, and I don't want anyone out there to. Uh, to know her and uh, and to let her know that this is happening. You know, it, it's a small world out there. You got to be very careful. So I will call her Anna. Anna is a 54-year-old woman. She's originally from Peru, but uh, when she was very young, she made the decision to, to move to the United States. So she moved to New York and uh, settled in Queens, where she, she currently is. So she, um, she did get married. She got married in, uh, in New York. She made the decision to marry an American man who she thought would be a great father, husband, um, and support. And, uh, and he has been. So they've been married for, for 27 years. Um, they have... Uh, I'll change the number here. They've got three children who are grown. And um, and she she was telling me a little bit about her story and her relationship. And um, like I said, she has been married for 27 years. But uh, but she started telling me how lonely it was. And and I thought that was really interesting because she she had been talking about how immersed she was in her career and how um, and what her plans were career wise for the next uh, few years before retirement. And then she went on to this this story about her relationship and how the choice she made was the right one for her children, but it, it came at the price of her her loneliness. Essentially, twenty seven years she's never been in love with her husband. So. Um, at 50 years old, she had, uh, she found her freedom. So now she's, now she's 54 and at 50, she, she decided to invest in houses and buy some real estate and she advanced her career and, um, and she, she's been working to write a book mostly for the purpose of her children, um, to, to understand where she came from, but, but also to, in a way to reflect on her life and, uh, and everything that has happened to date. And part of the reason that she's here traveling right now is that when she was younger, she fell in love and in, in Peru. And she believed that and spent the rest of her life believing that this was the one true love of her life. And it didn't work because they were young and he didn't want to get married because they were young. And she wanted she wanted to leave so she she left and uh she has she has spent the rest of her life thinking about this man as the true love of her life so in the process of writing her book she he was a big part of it he was a big part of the book and so she knew that she would have to reunite with him at some point to um i guess in a sense interview him so find out what's going on and ask him some questions and um, and really do her, her research for her book. So this trip was for that purpose. And she talked about how uh, with everything that she'd gone through in her life and she had, she's had quite the life. It's uh, um, a life of pain for sure, but also really beautiful. Uh, she grew up very, very, very poor. Um, and, you know, she, she had some, some amazing experiences. So 
with all of that and between all of that, this was actually, in her words, the hardest thing she ever had to do is to come back and, and interview him and to talk to him and to meet with him. And, and she talked about how many times in you know, the months leading up to the trip that she almost canceled it because she didn't know, you know, as much as she knew how strong she was in every other aspect of her life, she knew that she would have no control over her emotions with this man. And, uh, and she was right. She, she did do it. So yesterday, um, she spent, uh, the evening, uh, walking around, walking around the city and, and cycling. She rented a bike and was cycling around and really trying to process what had happened. And so this morning is, is when I caught up with her and, um, you know, she was, she's just unloading all of this stuff, um, because she, she was so happy with herself. She felt like a weight had been lifted, uh, but that, you know, this, this part, this hardest thing in her life, she had been able to, to conquer. So, um, you know, this conversation with, with Anna comes at a time when I've been really reflecting on relationships too. You know, it seems that so many of my friends have settled into this quiet comfort of security without love. And a lot of my friends are in these, these relationships that, are just not happy. They're not happy for, for whatever reason. But, you know, they, as much as they don't want to be with the person that they're with, they stay. And they stay, they stay for various reasons. They stay because of children uh, or the financial security. It's just way too expensive uh, to live on your own. If, you know, sometimes there's child support that would have to be involved, some alimony potentially. And in some cases, you know, my friends are staying in these relationships out of fear of what their partners might do if they leave. You know, other, other friends have made the choice to leave. And I, and I get it because they've, they've had their lives just completely destroyed by their partners between the finances, the parental alienation. You know, it's, it's painful to watch because it almost feels like everyone is stuck not everyone. I shouldn't say everyone. There are some people that are in very, very happy relationships. And if you're one of those people, please don't take this personally. This is not geared towards you. Um, you know, that I, I do believe great relationships exist, but there are a lot of experiences uh, that, that I've come across lately that uh, are, not, are not happy. And, um, you know, it is. It's, it's painful. It's painful to watch people be stuck you know, and stuck, not in like a, the grass is greener on the other side type of stuck, but genuinely stuck. Like there's nowhere you can go, you know, and like Anna, you try to make the best of that. You know, either you, you travel and you escape in that sense, or you immerse yourself in work, in your children, in fitness, you go to the gym all the time, or hobbies, or, you know, in a lot of cases, and much more than people talk about, people do escape through extramarital affairs. It happens a lot. You know, I, th- I don't know why people don't want to talk about it, or they, well, I do, actually, it's extremely painful, and it's not a great situation to be in, but it does happen a lot. And, you know, I left, I left a marriage, personally, uh, we were together for 12 years, living the last three years together, but, but separate. And, you know, through our relationship, through reflection, I see that we, we had built lives, our lives were parallel to each other, but joint only by our children, our three children that we shared. And we put them first, which for some people, that's what you're supposed to do. 
Um, but ultimately, it ended us. You know, separation for us was a very long process. It was very, very difficult uh, mentally and emotionally. But I, I felt suffocated in that relationship. I, I loved him dearly, but I knew that I didn't want to be there. And I knew that, you know, we had created these, these completely separate lives. And I didn't, I didn't want to live like that. You know, I'm thinking, thinking about the Annas of the world. I didn't want to wait until I was 50 to find myself when I already knew I wasn't being true to myself. Today, my ex and I are co-parenting beautifully. We share custody of our children. We live close enough to each other that the kids can come and go as they please. It's a really great relationship that, that we have. And, and funny enough, one of the questions we get asked a lot is, well, don't people break up because they don't get along? Um, and that, that for me is a really scary question. It is because it, it really highlights the world that we live in. You know, we, we, we live in this world where divorce and separation is almost expected to be horrible and ugly and vengeful. And we've, we've created this reality and with it, we have chosen instead to sacrifice our own happiness because the alternative is so fucking scary. What are we doing to ourselves? <laughs> like really and truly, what are we doing to ourselves and what are we doing to each other where we feel like if someone wants to leave a relationship because they're not happy, we, we want to destroy that person because that's how we feel like we may, it may be the only way that we can be happy with ourselves is if that person is destroyed. Like really, what are we doing to each other and how have we accepted this as a, as a normal reality? How is this okay? <laughs> You know, I get, I get why people are scared to leave. I get why people stay in these relationships. I really do because the alternative is terrifying. And, and we have these systems that, that help to, to create a space for these things. You know, we've got child support that can sometimes destroy people financially that isn't always fair. We have alimony payments um, where we're supporting that isn't always fair. I mean, and again, this is not all cases. So please, please don't take this personally. I have gone through separation myself. But, you know, someone is forced to pay alimony to someone else who has not been made to sacrifice their career, but have chosen not to have a career with adult children. And now someone else has to support you for the rest of your life because they were married to you. It's I know it's I know it's a lot deeper than that. I know. So please, please, please. Um, let's not go there, but it's like you're lying to yourself if, if you think that this doesn't happen too. And you know the parental alienation and the way that our court systems are designed, and um, you know in a way support that. It's it's very scary what we are doing to ourselves and what we are doing to our children and our future generations. You know I get it. I do. It's as horrible as it is. I get why people stay in these. In, in these situations and it's it scares the crap out of me to think that you know at 50 you're finding yourself it does it scares me um but I mean in the end I guess you you have to do what's best for you you know I know with absolute certainty that I did what was best for me and you know my hope is that when I read Anna's book uh when she eventually publishes it finishes it and publishes it 
you know, I'll find that, you know, she did too. Maybe she'll find peace now after going through the process of reflection at, at 54. Maybe this is where she finds her peace. I don't know. But uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I guess do what's best for you. But like, I don't know. Life doesn't have to be this hard. Relationships don't have to be this hard. I think the world that we've created is really, is really, really ugly and scary. And it doesn't foster happiness. And that, that's terrifying. That's the most terrifying thing for me is we, we are no longer choosing happiness because we're so scared to choose happiness. And that sucks. Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in. Let me know thoughts, questions, comments, emotional outbursts. I'm ready for them. Please uh, stay tuned. Next session of Whiteboard Sessions. Thanks again.